Roses are red, violets are blue, don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use the code FALCON for 20% off and free shipping. That's promo code FALCON for 20% off and free shipping. Hey, Danny, 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 I think... John, th- Yo. what is up? Hey, well, you know, I think this month we've recorded more than we did in the last three. Uh, <laughs> thanks it's again true. for our friends at Manscaped for encouraging us to uh, record so much. Thanks to you guys for purchasing their wonderful products with promo code FALCON uh, to encourage us to record so much. Because let me let me give you a little preview here. Uh, by the way, John, uh, Danny, Mob Rules, uh, welcome back, all that other fun stuff. <laughs> Uh, my yeah, day, my day, so back. My day started was so back. Uh, my day started at two a.m. when my three-year-old son woke up, then continued at four a.m. when my three-year-old son woke up, then continued at five a.m. when I got up for work, uh, and then when I, I got off work, I started doing some homework because you know college, trying to Rough. get ahead. Yeah, uh, my hard drive failed on my computer. Oh no! I'm sorry, man. So uh, I had to go and buy a new laptop, which is which is a model on now because it has slightly better Wi-Fi because it's newer. Uh, oh, and then yeah, then, you then did I, a good one. Yeah, I did. I did. There's a student discount. Nice. And yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, baby. Yeah, heck, yeah. So got in there. So yeah, everything that failed today did. Uh, but we're still here. We're, we're we're doing the thing. We can say fuck, and Tyler won't get mad at us because he doesn't have to edit anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck Tyler. Fuck Tyler. World. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite world. It's the opposite. I have my sound. Well, I have my soundboard every week now because I use the microphone. But I can actually do. Do that oh, yeah. without Val getting mad. Well, not that he would, to be honest. He'd probably get a little chuckle out of it. <laughs> but anyway, Danny, how is my, my my week's gone to shit and it's Wednesday. Uh how are you doing? Oh man. Uh just uh this is the first week back to school for me, so I've been kinda trying to get back into the swing of things. Um so that's been the thing. Uh did I've you know doing- our atmosphere is actually four different layers that reaches five hundred miles? Because I yeah. didn't, and I literally have no care about it, but college says I need to learn it. That's been yeah, my it's week. It's like the stratosphere and the troposphere, all that stuff. There's the thermosphere as well, which is yeah. where the, yeah, oh man. Yeah. Mob Rules, your, your number one podcast for uh, Bio 130. <laughs> uh, hey, but you know, that's uh, it's, it's it's good, John. It's a well-rounded education. It is. It's it important is. that you don't just concentrate all on one thing. That's right. And not know how to do anything else. It's fair. Uh, the value of the liberal arts. All right. So, <laughs> uh, we, uh, <laughs> as good as a chaos space Marine army in February. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, so I've been assembling stuff. I built a, uh, a Laris captain, uh, tonight, uh, for my team tournament list. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited about that, by the way. I, li- I yeah, like a lot what you said. Yeah. 
So gonna, uh, gonna the, complement mm, that with as many impulsors as I can fit in a thousand perfect. points. That's you love to see it, man. You love to uh, see it. 140 points each. Just take five of yeah. them. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and everything else is just gonna be whatever I need to take to make five impulsors happen. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. You you've, you've nailed it. <laughs> the meme list. Um I'm just uh yeah, so uh but I've, I've got a lot of models to build and paint for that. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, it's going to be intense. Uh, maybe even right up to the last minute, we'll see what happens. I mean, because what, we've got two weeks? We have about, yeah, just a little over two weeks until the big event. We're recording here on the 12th. Alvio, of course, kicks off the 27th. So, yeah, mm-hmm. fifth, so yeah, literally two weeks from now, um, we will likely be recording, uh, then going straight to an airport. Yeah, so that's interesting too. Yeah, we can see we can see where we end up before that, right? Like, yeah. uh, talk about kind of yeah, that'll be like the night before I go to the airport in the morning, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah, it'll just be about um, three hours before I go to the airport because I cheaped out okay. and got the one a.m. flight. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I think mine's at six, <laughs> uh, but I don't have I don't have nearly as far to go as you do. So, uh, I, and just for the stalkers out there, my flight uh, for out of, to Seattle is at 1 a.m. Uh, and then my flight to Vegas is at 6.50 at a good old SeaTac. Oh, so you get a nice three-hour layover. You can have some, maybe some lunch if restaurants aren't closed in the airport. Let me tell you about reading and taking notes from the Space Marine Codex. <laughs> when I oh, plan perfect. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be a study <laughs> sesh then, huh? Hell Yeah. <laughs> So here's here's my favorite part about this plane ride, right? And mm-hmm. I I can't wait to get shit from the for this from my wife. Love it. Um, yeah. So I booked my ticket first because I I didn't know if she was gonna go. Right. And then she booked her ticket and she was like, "Hey, you're going coach, right? Where's your seat?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> we got that FLGN money now. You don't fly yeah, coach. Oh, yeah, the FLGN money. You're right. I'm just rolling in that. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so I pimped out. I'm going first class down there and first class back. But unfortunately, to fly to Pullman, uh, there is no first class because it's too small of an airport. Uh, so I will probably, be sitting next to my wife. On probably, that oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's great. I can take her room. It's It'll be awesome. <laughs> I don't have to sit awkwardly next to someone else. Um, you know... It turns out, and this may surprise our listeners, uh, but people, other people don't like to cuddle with me as much as my wife does, which is shocking. I'm just a teddy bear. <laughs> you try so, so hard to get other people to cuddle you, too. Uh, in the end, it just didn't even matter. So, like, <laughs> in the... Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so, yeah, uh, Necrons are pretty much done. I've got to do some, like, light paint work on them. Um, cause like they're base colored. I played in a tournament this last weekend, uh, like an RTT, although funny story about said RTT. And I kind of talked about this on the discord a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is I initially thought that this was a two day GT event. <laughs> you did. I got to make a so, very funny, my favorite joke about it on Grim on Monday. I don't know if you noticed oh, that perfect. one there. Um, perfect. My, my favorite wait. jokes that I got. No, I told it on Monday. I already did it. My favorite oh, jokes yeah, okay. are throwaway lines that only two or three people will actually understand. And when you have an audience of thousands, that that's the real reaching point right there. When you have an audience of tens, yeah, it's uh, no, dude, like, a little different. Our other one is actually pretty popular. I don't know why they don't fucking come over here, but that that's okay. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. No, I was talking. Yeah, I was talking about over here. Oh yeah, fair audience of tens. Yeah, this is yeah. where I explain the joke. It's like a behind the but scenes. We, yeah, sorry, we, the roles are reversed here a little bit. Um, uh, over here, <laughs> the joke explains John. And, uh, <laughs> over there, over John there, is I the explained. joke. Yeah, um, yeah. No, was, I'm excited. I'm I'm super pumped for LVO. Like we're 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 gearing up for that. Um, they released, uh, I was happy to see the new COVID safety precautions that like, at least there'll be a requirement for masks at the event. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like the, the frontline has a thing where they kind of, they just go by what the local, um, health code says, which, which you know, I get like, if you go yeah, over yeah. what the health code says and people bitch, if you go under people bit, you know, so just kind of, right, just, right. that's the company line. They do whatever it says. And right now Vegas, uh, being that there's like millions of dollars at stake are doing literally nothing to fuck up any chance they have of making money. So they do have mm-hmm. a mask mandate in place right now. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see like how that all ends up working out kind of, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, as far as, uh, people like adhering to that and like what the, like what the requirements are, like, are people going to get kicked out of the event for not doing that? Because I feel like, there's definitely a segment of our population that would want to buck that trend. And, sure. you know, Hey, look, that, that, that's up to you. If you want to try and do that stuff, I just, I'm just, I'm just going with what the rules of the actual events are. So, yeah, um, I know when I go I, to a friend's house, I take off my clothes immediately. And if they complain, be like, fuck you, this is a free country. Fuck you, buddy. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> it's my constitutional right to touch taint onto your couch. <laughs> John always got really upset about that. He was like, hey, man, like, can you at least put, on, put a towel down? <laughs> Eagle noise explosion America. No. Yeah. Yeah, I like the feel of the microfiber on my testicles. Yeah, but I mean, I was sort of happy about it because that was one of the th- the questions I had for Kicker going in because we interviewed uh, Kicker Klozzi, mm-hmm. uh FLGN's event manager, uh, last Monday. Uh, and like just to kind of get some hyper LVO, talk about the event, the kind of the culture around it. And one of the things was because we are hearing so much things about me, 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 me that's a lot of arguments condensed into one. I don't know if you could feel that. Uh, yeah. But so of- I, I picked up on all of them there. I I've, I've computated that and uh, I understand fully. Yeah. Siegler sarcasm over there. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was nice that uh, they sent us that information beforehand to kind of present. Yeah. So, um, but here's a question for you, Danny. Like I said, okay. Vegas, real serious about their shit real serious about keeping making money do you yep. believe uh that ejection will be out of frontline's hands because the casino the hotel they're gonna have people walking around they're gonna have people kind of doing things refilling things restocking things if mm-hmm. they're seeing people not following the county policy are they gonna be like hey that guy needs to go yeah, I don't know. Is it going to be FLG? And that this and you know this could be a cardable offense mm-hmm. um, potentially in the tournament, or it could be a venue response. And, and I don't know who from the venue is like walking around watching gamers, right? Chris. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I sorry, I did forget about Chris. Thank you. <laughs> that guy, what a rascal! What a rascal! And so, well, here is more Alvio based uh, questions. Uh, the the things um, I saw. Art of War, uh, or Art of War Down Under. Yeah. 
which is technically <laughs> Art of War right way up right now, as Mr. Camilleri yeah, is in America. True. Um, yeah. He's been playing games against Siegler uh, to get himself back into sparring shape. Yeah, sure. Was was how was that described? Does that mean he's going to play at LVO? And if so, who's going to not sleep for three days and talk for 40 hours? Also Camilleri. <laughs> yeah, so... If you're playing Camilleri in round one, you'll notice he's looking at his phone a lot and just nonstop talking while rolling dice and moving things. Uh, he's he's, <laughs> he's actually filming co- video cast at the same time. Yeah. He's actually showcasing the top table while playing you. <laughs> yeah, you can just see his arm is extended behind him the whole, the whole time, <laughs> and he's playing one handed. He's just got measuring sticks out, like measuring ranges, like with one hand. He'll do it it's too. Classic. Madman. I think he's the only person I know who has that much energy uh, to be able to do that. I would believe it. Yeah. I, I played against Camilleri before. He's a great player. Yeah. How'd you do? Yeah. How, how did he do? How did you do? Oh, well, I was playing Iron Hands, so I did just. Oh, fine. okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was, this was a game where people were donating to have my units not shoot or charge. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, that's when we. Do you remember that? Yeah. Cause I was the one fucking with you on that. No, yeah. that was you and Falcon. No, no, that was also during that game. Oh, good. I only tried to fuck with you with the, the Falcon game. <laughs> I, I but it was fine. Hey, it was for charity, right? I was I was happy to happy to do that. That's that's fair. Um, follow question talking about fucking with you about stuff. Do you oh, actually yeah, believe people will put post-its on your back? We'll see. So if someone one person does it and other people see it, yeah. But like uh it's gonna be God, it would be pretty dope to have a whole cape of like post-it yeah. notes at the end of I, this. I will like, say, just uh, for some background, if for some reason you only listen to the show and not the better produced one we're on, um, I did lay out the challenge kind of out of nowhere with no prior uh, discussion or permission um, that whoever uh, put the most post-it notes on Danny's back during the 40K Champs uh, would win a prize. To which Kicker, uh, as an official representative of FLG, I know, uh, instantly was move. like, yeah, this is a sponsored competition. This is technically an event at LVO now. <laughs> you have to register. Yeah. <laughs> it's $5. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, we'll pay out as soon as BCP submits the round score. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. man but yeah fantastic. so you're getting your your team list together which is going to be the new custode boys with their gym kata how is mm-hmm. your uh you said you went to an rtt did you take your lvo list to that rtt i did how, I did. how, how, how did it end up uh well i went two and one um which was fine mm-hmm. uh, if i go two and if i go what is effectively two and one at lvo i would be super happy about that it's like um, eight if and I three go, Eight and three. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That'd be even better. Um, just kidding. I don't want to play 11 games in two days. I would literally die. That's miserable. That's six games in one day, John. Yeah. No, no, I don't want to. Um, the nice thing. Of, so uh, do you want me to talk, just talk like you go down? Yeah. Oh, by the way, stuff? people are wondering, and I probably mentioned this until this is just us bullshitting for an hour um, with a 30 a pause yeah. in the middle to talk about our balls. Um, yeah. But yeah, That's, we're giving the people what they want, John. That's yeah, what is. which is discussion of our balls. Uh, thanks, yep. Manscaped. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Talk about your talk about your games. Sure. Okay. So uh, round one. Um, oh, actually, let me pull up uh, BCP. 
Hell um, yeah. And I can actually just look at who I'm who I who I actually played. Um man, it was really fun. I'm really glad. So I went to the Gamer Saving in Spokane, Washington, uh run by the uh amazing immaculate Bob Kelly. What a guy. Like he came by several times during the day just to see how my games were going and like to chat to chat with me, which was awesome. Uh, I was how many super happy dollars that. of Marvel Crisis Protocol did you leave with? <laughs> About a hundred and forty. <laughs> did did every time I, I Bob- actually think retail was like 160 but i got uh but i had like some points built up so i used those up while i was there do you think that bob kept coming over because he was like hey danny we have a cable and domino over there (laughs) i already have that box but yeah i get get what you're saying um no i bought all the guardians the guardians i didn't have oh nice yeah yeah um good luck with rocket i already built rocket he's primed um uh but uh yeah i got gamora and i got nebula and i got star lord and i got drax and uh uh ronan uh and then i also got black cat and uh the spider-man box because that's just a really good like black cat is one of the best characters in the whole game she is um so i ended up getting that right she's also one of the worst characters to build i hear yeah people really don't like her pose which is uh which is like whatever to me um all right warhammer Warhammer baby. Yeah. Uh so game 1 I played against a gentleman named Sam Scott Sam brought demons. Um so he had uh the Lord of Change with minus 1 damage in the cloak. He had a big unit of horrors, a couple of blood letter bombs. Um he had uh, uh an ex- uh, an exalted bloodthirster of uh insensate rage. Oh nice, um, yeah. Yeah, a change caster uh f- five man of blood crushers five man of uh flesh hounds um and a unit of flamers nice uh yeah so it was a list uh like i was at, so no joke like my list doesn't have a lot of attacks right or like not a lot of attack but a lot of shots right so like i'm like i don't really want to fight these guys luckily for you a bloodthirster actually doesn't have that many attacks yeah we'll we'll get to that <laughs> That that'll come up later. Um, he got the uh, he got the he rolled for the exalted traits on the bloodthirster and got no more than eight wounds in one phase. Okay, um, that it could lose, and then also he got uh, the plus one damage on its attacks. So its attacks were like old Melta. So roll two dice, roll two dice, take the highest plus one. Okay. Um, and then the Lord of Change had the six up feel no pain, where it heals a wound uh, every time it passes one. Uh, which is, and you know, it's also minus one damage. That thing is so annoying. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he was really conservative the first few turns of the game. And so I was able to kind of push out and really deny him good deep strikes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he charged in with uh, blood letters and like into a big unit of score packs, like six of them. Um, and then also um, a, my unit of wraiths. And I've, I've since changed my wraiths. Normally wraiths, you see them with the vicious claws, which are like two damage. And you're like, right. oh yeah, cool. That's good. But like, I found that those are not very good normally. Um, Do you think people are taking them? Like, well, I know the two damage was like, especially sexy. Like when Primaris were coming along, right. like new right. Marine, or old Marines were two wounds. So like, oh yeah, everything's going to be two damage. Um, do you think there's some like holdover from that still going on? Yeah, and I think people just have a model that way too, probably. Um, 
And like, yeah, they're plus one strength as well. So they're strength. So they can go up to like strength seven or eight potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have the right buffs on them. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just didn't really. I, I, so I've, I've given them whip coils and the whip coils give them like eight attacks piece. Nice. Um, which is great. Cause then that unit of five puts out 40 attacks and I really need the horde clear on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, he charges in his bloodletter bombs into these guys, into these units. Um, and just like one of them hits the destroyers. The destroyers do fairly well on their like fairly well in their saves. They pop the minus one to hit the minus one to wound strat, which means he's wounding on fives, which is real nice. Right. Um, uh, and then I also, uh, I interrupt with the rates and the rates do, uh, they kill like uh, seven or eight bloodletters before okay. they get to swing, um, and then that means basically that I get like he doesn't get plus one to hit, mm-hmm. and and rates also have a four up invul save, and I did okay on four ups, um, so I only lost like three out of five, mm-hmm. and then one of them came back, so I still had three. Nice. Uh, so that that was totally fine with me. <laughs> um, uh, and then the, the destroyers lost like out of six, I think I lost four and then one came back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they struck back and killed a bunch of bl- bunch of blood letters. Uh, and then he had, so he had to kind of push. Oh man. He also, sorry. I totally missed a bunch of his list too. He had two skull cannons and oh. also a soul striker. Huh? Um, I now the see first where you're coming from where you're like, it's certainly a list. Yeah. Yeah. So, First turn, I like ace the soul grinder because my list has so then I didn't even talk about my list at all, yeah. right? No, it went right into um, demons. You're like, my so list is bizarre. It. My list is super stupid, it, like, it's bizarre. I built it because, like, I felt like Crusher Brood and Thick City are going to be things that you're going to see a lot, and so I need to have the ability to just like nuke big models right off the table, they just mm-hmm. need to fucking die. So, uh, I have uh, a catacomb command barge with the voltaic staff and the reroll charges aura. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got a, uh, a chronomancer with the veil of darkness. Um, and he also, he's got his entrop or his, uh, entropic lance. Um, and then I've got a technomancer with the canoptic cloak and he kind of just flies around and like heals my monolith. Um, which I also have monolith. Four death race. Yeah. This is such a weird unit. Like, the monolith with four death rays and the particle, and he's got particle whip, so he's good at killing big stuff. Um, I've got a unit of five and a unit of six Scorpec destroyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the aforementioned uh, five wraiths. I've got five a unit of five immortals um, and two units of three scarabs. So it can it's a, it's a a spearhead. Oh, and three units. Sorry, and also importantly, three units of three heavy destroyers with the Gauss destructor. So that's the damage three d three weapon. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, so they, uh, they do very, they do very well against big targets, obviously. Um, they're core now, so I can bring one back with the Technomancer and I can do my will be done on them. Uh, my command barge has hand of the Pharaoh, um, which lets me do, uh, my will be done on two units instead of just one. So I get two units of destroyers hitting on twos, reeling ones. Like they, they do, they do a lot of work. Um, and then, uh, Anyway, so first turn I ace the soul grinder and a and a and a, and a cannon. Um, the next turn, uh, I just I can't really draw a line of sight on a ton of stuff, but I get 
I have to deal with blood crushers, which are in the middle of my army. Um, so I kill all them. I kill some flesh hounds. Um, and then turn three, he like kind of tries to push. Um, so he brings in all his blood letters. He pushes with his, uh, uh, with his exalted bloodthirster, um, which has already taken like eight wounds. He comes in, kills a heavy destroyer. Um, and then turn four, he charges the bloodthirster into my monolith. Oh, um, yeah. And the monolith isn't hurt yet. Right. Uh, and he, the bloodthirster, the way that the corn thing works now is it's plus one strength and his axe is times two strength. Right. So he strengths seven, which goes to 15, not 16. Right. So he moves on threes, not on twos. Oh, so he just, he rolled a couple of ones and then he rolled like with five attacks because the bloodthirster was bracketed, uh, rolled a couple of ones with five attacks, uh, and then rolled uh, like a couple of ones and twos. And then mm-hmm. I got lucky because my model has a two plus save. Yeah. I saved one of the wounds. So he only got two wounds through. Oh, no. And rolled double twos on the first one and then a six on the other one. So the monolith took 10 damage, right? Yeah. Which is normally enough to kill pretty much anything. But that doesn't bracket the monolith. And the monolith in combat <laughs> has the portal of exile, which auto hits six times. At strength eight minus three, three flat damage. That's and dirty. So, the monolith does that? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. But then again, when do you see a monolith on a table? Yeah, nobody sees the monolith, right? It's and a it's real gotcha moment. The portal of exile. Like he killed it. Like he just was like, <laughs> went right to the shadow realm. <laughs> do you remember we were filming a codex review? I want to say it was for Necrons or Space Marines. It was like early ninth. Um, and I was, mm-hmm. I got into my brain that I wanted to just run seven bloodthirsters and I got really oh, excited yeah, I remember about that. It. Oh yeah. We rolled the math and it was, <laughs> it was a super meme list, but I'm like, no, it's hype. It's going to be great. Um, and then you made me do the math on the damage seven bloodthirsters would do to like a squad of Primaris <laughs> and it crushed my soul entirely. <laughs> yeah. Like one bloodthirster doesn't always kill. A no. squad of Primaris Marines. Oh, we're not like talking like a, a ten man, Primaris. a five man. <laughs> yeah, a five man, and it was like, oh no, yeah. this is a bummer. It's a bummer. <laughs> but still, sounds like a great game. I mean, obviously, like demons are aren't in the best place right now. Um, and then, yeah. of course, Necrons. You're, you're talking about some of the buffs that he's got in that quarterly balance update, Data Slate. Yeah, with- yeah, getting core to like basically all the units in my army, which is why I put them in the army in the first place, right? Yeah. Um, just means I've got a lot more options for them. Um, so I ended up winning that game. Uh, we were a little slow on the game. Um, and that's me. And I think it was a combination of the, of the two of us really. Mm. Um, so we only, we only got through turn four. We didn't finish turn five. Um, but the only model he had left was his Lord of change. Oh, uh, so I think I probably would have pulled out uh, like a few more points out of that game. Um, but I won that game 81 to 41. Okay. Um, so still, still a, still a fun game. And that was priority targets was that mission. Okay. Um, so next I played, uh, Ryan Kufa and his list was very strange. Um, like I've, I, I don't really get it. Um, he had, uh, he had Magnus, uh, as his warlord in a Supreme command. Okay. Um, and then he had, uh, death guard, for the rest of his list. So he had three Plague Burst Crawlers with Entropy Cannons. Wait, but... <laughs> he loses Contagions, yeah. This, this is not... this. I mean, this isn't... Uh, you lose so much from that. 
Like, don't you lose Thousand Sun stuff too? Yeah. And okay, well, maybe, maybe that's the model he had, and he didn't have a Mortarian. Uh, no, I, I mean, I think he had whatever he wanted. Anyway, so <laughs> he had, I don't know. He 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 seemed to really like his list. Uh, so he had uh, a Lord of Contagion, a Blight uh, Blight Caster, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're called. Was it Plague Caster? Plague Caster, yeah. Plague Caster. Um, and then he had uh, three or four units of five Plague Marines. Okay. Three units of five Plague Marines. Yep. Um, he had uh, uh, a unit of six Death Shroud, a unit of three Death Shroud, um, and then the Plague Risk Crawlers. That okay. was the list. So he took like to the last, um, which was uh, Magnus, one of the Plague Burst Crawlers, and the big unit of Death Shroud. Um, so like my thought initially in the game was I just need to like kill this to the last targets. And he also had Warp Ritual. Mm-hmm. And so if I can kill Magnus, which is going to be good, right? If I can kill Magnus, and then if I can kill that Plague Caster, like I can prevent a ton of points, right? Uh, because he did not warp ritual on the first turn; he was too far away. Huh. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, he went first, uh, went up. He killed uh, like all but two of one unit of Scorpex. Okay. Um, and that was basically all all that happened. Uh, there wasn't much else. I think the monolith took a couple of damage. What do you, would you agree that they kind of the score packs were the, the best target that, that initial round? Uh, cause like, I, again, so, I'm not yeah, playing against. Basically, yes, okay. I, I would actually. Yeah. He didn't have like, I made sure cause I have a six inch move before the game starts. Sure. Um, and all my stuff is obsec, right? And like, I, I took domination, um, uh, or sorry, stranglehold. Um, and I also took, uh, uh, shit. That's one of the new uh, secondaries from a Nashman is just shit. Yeah. I, I took, I took grind them down. Yep. Um, and, uh, which are like, those ones are classic ones for me playing Necrons. I'm, I'm really good at those mm-hmm. ones. Um, I don't remember. Oh, and I took banners. So that's pretty typical Necron like secondary pick for me. Banners is also uh, pretty good against death guard just cause they're so goddamn slow that they can't really yeah. get over and pull your banners off. Well, and I didn't get a ton of points on banners to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Uh, I only really got, uh, like I think I got seven or eight points on banners. Um, because I lost one on turn three on turn four. Okay. Um, of the two that I had. Um, anyway, so, uh, he, uh, so he flies up Agnes, does some, does some mortal wounds, that kind of stuff. But I start pulling models in strategic ways. And so he like loses range on some of the plague burst crawlers and things like that. And my clap back is the monolith floats up, the destroyers float up and they waste Magnus. Mm-hmm. I don't lose any units. I just kill Magnus. Right. Cause I mean, your list is designed to take out big targets and that's like the biggest target yeah. there is. And he was like, I had no idea that I could lose that model so quickly. And I'm like, oh, well, he's like, I've never seen heavy destroyers before. <laughs> to be fair, like yeah. before that change to, to add that core keyword, which does probably so much not. for them. Yeah, probably not. Well, you know, I don't know. Do you remember? I used to take them as one, like in units of one. Yeah. You would like, use them as uh, area denials. Right? Yeah, and they were good at uh, like holding objectives in the backfield yeah. and things like that. Yeah, you um, take two and they had a really good one shot, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, 
Yeah. Oh, I have memories. Uh, I, I can empathize <laughs> with this death card player. Um, a lot. So I, uh, <laughs> I, sc- I push up and I put some screens out with my, uh, uh, with, uh, I put some screens out with the scarabs. Like I kind of block some stuff off. I make sure that I have, uh, that I have control of objectives and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, and he destroys the monolith in return. Oh, on his turn. Okay. That's pretty good. I mean, entropy cannons are good at that though. Yeah. Like they're minus four AP. Like they D3 have, plus uh, three. yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're good at that. He just, the dude rolled crazy good on entropy cannons. Like every time they, bo- like, I think he missed one shot every turn with all six entropy cannons. Oh, that's really, and then he would always you. reroll it and hit. Like every single time there was only until the very last turn, he missed, he, one of his just missed twice (laughs) and it was like, okay, all right, that's crazy. I wouldn't have thought that would happen (laughs) anyway. So on my turn, I waste the, uh, the, the mark for death plague or the, the, to the last plague crawler. Mm -hmm. Like it's dead. Um, and then he comes down like, and that's, but that's like all I kill. I don't really kill that much. I kill a unit of, uh, of the plague Marines. Cause they fail morale. I kill four and then the last one runs away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I tried oh, really? to charge. The... Yeah. yeah. Cause there's, there's no, well, I know like, there's... Six. Oh yeah. Was it cause you don't have any negative modifiers for plague Marines. Right. Oh, that's unfortunate. Hmm. Yeah. So he doesn't take for a combat attrition. He doesn't take it. Yeah. But if there's only five, if there's only five of them, right. And you kill four, He's going to fail on a five or a six because Plague Marines are leadership eight mm-hmm. and the Terminators are leadership nine, I believe. Yeah. Oh, it's um, unfortunate still. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, so, Not like one yeah. And I tried to, much, so but. he's playing inexorable, mm-hmm. right? With his, uh, with his uh, uh, dudes. Sure. So I tried to make a charge um, against them and he made a 10, a 10. And I had a free reroll with my, uh, uh, what's it called? The, uh, 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 the chronometron oh yeah yeah and uh i i just i couldn't roll a 10 which is which is whatever it, but i had i had a shot at also getting six score packs into his in into the yeah into the uh uh the the caster and if i would have done that that would have been like really game over because he only made one warp ritual so um he failed so uh uh so he did get a second warp ritual off um but then he uh, he, he, he shot all my scarabs and that was like my screen units with his death shroud mm-hmm. and he had no charges. Oh, see, mm. I, I like, so, I think stuff like this is, you know, you talk about like, how do you become better as a player? Like what, what things can you do? And again, I don't know who you played. I, I don't really super know his army, but kind of something right. I learned from playing you so much is you use charging as sort of a slingshot to move forward. Um, so right. like, yeah, you can get that kill early in the shooting phase by getting there, but you're losing so much movement. And I, I think that's what made me like a much better death guard player is because I was getting eight, nine, ten inches of free movement from those charge moves. And by shooting oh, the screen boy. unit, uh, especially with dash Shroud, which can take care of them just super easily. Um, yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Good lesson, though. Sure. Right. And he was, he was telling me that this was a second game with this army too. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll get better at this. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he then, uh, uh, like on my turn, I basically put 
uh, three wraiths plus an enti- the six man Scorpex uh, into the Death Shroud mm-hmm. of the six man unit. Okay. Um, and like I did everything I possibly could and I killed like three Death Shroud. And this was me shooting them with everything. He just, his four ups were just on fire. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do enough damage. Right. It's, I mean, so, they're still incredibly tough. Oh, sure. Like, but if I hit them with the damage 3d3 weapon, like mm-hmm. they're going to die um, pretty much. Like <laughs> one, if it gets through the safe, right? Like that's one is key. really going to die a bit. Like, but yeah, if he's making all of his uh, entropy cannon hits, then I'm sure his saves yep, are pretty yep. fire as well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and this is kind of a critical thing. I forgot to do my plasma site. Oh. And I'm like, oh man, I forgot to do my plasma site. He's like, sorry, man. Like it's already passed. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, like my bad. It was, it was my mistake. And so then on his turn, um, and like he did not kill as much as he thought he was going to because mm-hmm. he swung like, uh, he had arch contaminator going. And so he swung multiple swings at the Scorpex and I made a minus one to wound. So oh. now he's wounded on fives and I have a four up save and I did, I did fine on saves, uh, just average. And he, he killed like, uh, like three. Yeah. Fishing um, for sixes. That's a rough gamble to take, especially against like score attacks for those strats. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so it, that, that worked out, that worked out really well for me. Um, and then, uh, like the rates almost all died. I think I had one, one or two rates left. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so then, um, uh, he kind of moves his, uh, he'd already moved one unit of death shroud on these little unit of death shroud onto a side objective that I had no one on. And so I flew my command barge over there and just held the objective. I just sat on it. Um, and I'm like, I've got obsec, like you don't get this objective. Like you're not going to take this from me. Um, and so on his turn, he did some charges, uh, with his Lord of contagion, but he forgot to charge his, two death shroud into my uh into my command barge and so he's so like at the end of the 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 phase he was like well oh oh man i forgot to charge those guys and i'm like oh yeah you did (laughs) so like and normally i'm not like that i'm not that kind of guy but like i mean it's that i mean that's the way it is so just from playing you and seeing you like at the end of the game he's like oh yeah they totally would have killed that guy we're not at the end of the game. The turn, the turn, like yeah. on his turn, he was, he was, or on my turn, he was like complained about it. And I'm like, nah, I don't think so. Probably not. Mm-hmm. I think, he, I think it would be pretty hard to kill him in one swing. And he's like, really with all these strength seven attacks. And I'm like, permanent transhuman. I could, I can pay one for a four up and vulnerable save. Like he's D2. got tricks. Like he's, he's hard to kill. Mm-hmm. So he flies over behind, still on the objective, falls back out of combat. And like just stays on the or no sorry uh, he just he just stays on the objective and shoots the terminators right uh, <laughs> and so uh, eventually like they do end up charging him and oh and I do end up wiping the uh, uh, with all of my I shot I shoot all of my uh, destroyers again and finally kill all the rest of the death shroud nice um, and I also kill the plague caster so he's gotten warp ritual twice oh um. And I've killed all us to the last target, so he gets zero points for that. He also had behind enemy lines, and he only had the one unit of two dash route on my side of the board. So he only ever got two point he only ever got like six points for that. So his uh, his total secondaries were like thirteen points. Behind enemy lines is a real ballsy choice for Death Guard. 
Well, I think he thought, oh, I've got all these deep strikers. Like, I'm going to get over there. And it's just like, hmm, probably not. You're pretty slow. Um, See, as you increase your presence in that local meta, pe- local meta people will start realizing uh, your middle name is Screen. Um, <laughs> I am good at screening out deep strikers, for sure. I know for a fact when we've been playing, um, I was like, I don't think I can get in your deployment zone. He's like, no, you cannot. <laughs> like, oh. Let me show you why. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, another great. So we're now 2-0 and oh with Danny. Danny, we're going to yep. take a quick break. Uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna hit one of our sponsors and then come back to the the fabulous main sponsor and talk about what you guys all wanted to come here and talk about um, our balls. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions. Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit. A collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. Guys, roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use code FALCON for 20% off plus free shipping. Danny, why are clean balls so important this Valentine's Day? John, you don't want to show up Valentine's night with some kind of prickly pear growing between your legs. You need to make that shit as soft and comfortable for your partner as possible. Guys, your partner wants to So that's why I'd like to propose making February 13th the national holiday. Shave your balls day. Yeah, your partner wants wants a peach. They don't want a kiwi. Uh, That's absolutely correct. That is absolutely correct. And PG-13 appropriate. Uh, the number one product in this package is the lawnmower. Or sorry, the holiday went by so quickly. Uh, do you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The performance package 4.0 from Manscaped. Uh, Daddy and I both received one of those fantastic packages, and it is just the thing for every guy that every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. Um, John, it's the yeah. package for my package. That's so. That's. I mean, that's the way that I uh, I view that. Look, we should just read the copy and not give them great promotional ideas like the package for your package because that right there is like $76 a month. Do you guys need, like, I'm just throwing this out here. If they're listening to this, like, if you need me to write some 
some promos for you here. Like, I'll do it. I don't care. I, I got all kinds of puns. I think the best thing is that legally in order for payments to happen, uh, they have to listen to make sure that we talk about it. Hey, uh, put the number one product in that package, Lawnmower 4.0. It's an electric trimmer designed to trim mm-hmm. hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It Ooh. even has a 4,000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires and your heart desires your balls just saying that did i mention it's waterproof i don't think i mentioned it's waterproof well yeah i mean it's 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 like 99 percent waterproof right like it's it's really good for that you can use in the shower those ceramic blades are great and you can use that light to to uh to to shine light on some of those dark nooks and crannies make sure you're not missing any spots stick it because that would be the worst like to have one weird patch of hair yeah. Like on the side of your balls. Like nobody wants that, you right? Don't want to Hulk Hogan your ball sack, man. That is for Absolutely sure. Not, brother. <laughs> hey, do you know, brother? This package also includes the weed whacker, nose and ear hair trimmer to whack all the worst of your weeds. I would say pubes are worse than nose hair, but that's just me. Manscaped oh, even man. threw in two free gifts, their shed travel bag, which is surprisingly hugely high quality. Thank you. And it's really nice. Anti chafing boxer briefs ads keep your boys stored comfortably. Uh, uh, the Wonder Bra boxer shirts, they uh, lift <laughs> and separate. It's perfect. Um, yeah. To complete okay. the pa- perfect package for your package, uh, our liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, oh, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Uh, start your day off with a deodorant for your boys, then stay cool all day with the toner to keep you feeling your best all day and night. These formulations it keeps me going every day. Yeah. That's like, the- and I have a high performance sitting kind of scenario going on right now. Where I'm, 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 you know, I'm not sitting on them because that would be awful. Yeah. Um, that's an experience that I've had in middle age and I wouldn't recommend that to anyone, but I will say that this has definitely kept me cool and it, like the boxers keep me under control and the, the deodorant works like it's, it's rad. Like this stuff is good. Yeah, for um, sure. Highly recommended. Yeah. They will have your balls smelling like a king on the big day. Uh, don't forget to smell good not only around your balls, but all over. It makes sense. Uh, your your partner isn't going to come near you if only your balls smell good. So right. made with their signature scent, the Manscaped Refined Cologne will complement your collection with smell Ooh. perfection. Uh, I'd like to try that one. Yeah, yeah, please, Manscaped. We would love to try that. Uh, Manscaped created their products for a night just like this, and we will make your V-Day date say, wow, great set of balls you have there. And, you know, guys, I want you to tell your partner, be like, you can thank a Warhammer 40,000 podcast called Mob Rules. It'll set the mood. That's right. Uh, Go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping with the code Falcon. Your balls and lady will thank you. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code Falcon at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping and manscaped.com and use code Falcon Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped uh, this Valentine's Day. Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it. 
from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? Amazing. And Danny, though we're done talking with our balls, someone very rudely cut you off when you had a great point to bring up. Oh, no, it's fine. Let's uh so I was wrong about my 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 second game. Uh, my <laughs> opponent there was Ian Chambers right back, not So like right back yeah, to no, business. I'm just skip right over it. Skip right over uh, the balls. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't mean, like look. Like balls are great. Like don't get me wrong. Don't skip them uh, over. Right. And don't skip them over. Go to manscape.com. <laughs> Use promo code falcon for 20% off. Um, so my second opponent was Ian Chambers. My third opponent was Ryan. Um, this game, I will say this, like, uh, kind of to finish up talking about the second game. Yeah. Um, uh, this was not my best game. It was a little contentious to start with as well. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, like one foot by one foot sections of Hills with snow on them. Looks beautiful. Not really great for tournament play. And so I asked my opponent, because I like to do this instead. I like to t- I like to ask my opponent, like, what should these count as? Like, I don't like to I don't like to come out like hard or anything like that with this stuff. I like to see what my opponent's gonna say. This kind of helps me to determine like how this like what kind of a what kind of a player this is, um, like how how we want to define this. And so his response was, let's count them all as difficult terrain. I gotta say, as a Death Guard player, I would also make that request. Let's count the entire table as difficult. Well, yeah, but like without any other, without any other traits, like nope. <laughs> and so I'm straight up like, no, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, and I'm like, look, man, we're not gonna make like half the half the playable table terrain that you can move through without penalty, and I have to pay. Po- I, I have to pay for like we're no, we're not doing that. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. So I'm like, let's just make them like cover that we were both getting something out of these and like we can call it there. He's like, all right, that's fine. So, but immediately I was kind of like on my guard, like, oh man, this is, is this going to be one of those games? It turns out it wasn't like that, which was, sure. which was fine. You um, know a thing oh. or two about against uh, about playing contentious games about shitty Death Guard players. No, no, no. <laughs> that was, that was yes, a self burn. I have no I idea about most this person. Death Guard players, yeah, yeah. Are <laughs> That's fair. It's very thematic. Uh, anyway, so round three, I play against uh, Ryan Kufik. Ryan Ryan was an awesome opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, really nice, um, super friendly dude. What was he playing? Um, so he. He was playing Tyranids. He was playing the new Crusher Brood, oh. uh, Leviathan Crusher Brood. So, pretty good medalist. Um, I don't think it was super optimized for uh, f- exactly for this, but he had like a one of a bunch of different monsters. Which good is, stress which is test cool. for you, though. I bet it was fun to play. I was say, um, really good stress test for you, though. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, it was. It, it turns out <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Uh, uh, anyway. So uh, he gets first turn and has just this amazing first turn. Uh, first of all, I deployed really badly. Mm-hmm. Like I knew exactly where his hive guard were going to be. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to deploy in their range. It'll be fine. It's very it sp- wasn't. 
mind. <laughs> very wrinkly of you. Your brain was just very wrinkled with that. It was super. It was super smooth. I was very. I was. I was tired. Or we'll defeat um, him by presenting him the best target I possibly can <laughs> to make him think well, I'm a fool. My thought was like, oh well, you know what? If he shoots the score packs and that kind of stuff, like that's fine. Um, like I'll just uh, at least he won't be shooting the heavy destroyers, which I need to win the game, right? Mm-hmm. Because all these monsters are minus one damage. They're a five-up invul save. Like, I'm going to need these big, beefy guns to, like, really go through them. Some 3D3 doesn't care about minus one. Not as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, on his first turn, though, he picks up, uh, let's see, three heavy three uh, score packs from one unit, uh, two from another unit, um, and then all five wraiths. And, uh, <laughs> wow. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, that, that's cool. Um, <laughs> uh, so he charged in with a scythe hard hybrid duel, which got like the plus D three attacks, which is one of the psychic powers they had plus reroll misses in combat, which mm-hmm. is also one of their things. But he did, I was a unit of four wraiths left and I'm like, cool. I'll lose like two or three wraiths maybe. And then I'll like regen one probably with reanimation. That'll, that, that'll be fine. I just need like two of them to live so that I can go, uh, I can go tie up the hive guard for a turn. Mm-hmm. Well, I failed four out of four, four up saves. And then on the reroll failed that too. So oh. like I lost and I just wanted one, like one would have been fine. Yeah. Just to um, kind of keep them in combat so they couldn't shoot. Right. Right. So, uh, like that was a, that was a big blow losing that many so soon sucked. Um, but my bad, um, the sweat starts appearing at that point. <laughs> well, I'm like, no, I'm still in this game. I still have nine heavy destroyers and my monolith. My monolith took a little bit of damage, but I healed it, uh, back up to full minus two wounds. So he's mm-hmm. at 22 wounds. Right. Um, and the monolith floats up and, it's one of these turns where like, and I'm not like, I'm not blaming dice. It's just like I needed, because I was kind of on the back foot already, I needed some of the stuff to kind of go my way a little bit sure, in order to kind of keep myself in the game to push momentum, right? Like even if I, so if I would have gotten like one of his monsters, that would have been enough. Like I, I think I would have been still very much in the game at that point in time. Mm-hmm. However, like his five up saves were fire. Um, so he was doing like two out of three, five ups. Most like every time I would get three wounds, he would do that. Um, like it was, and then I would roll like my two wound rolls on the heavy destroyers and get like, uh, <laughs> I would get like, I would, I would hit twice and wound once on twos, rerolling ones with a wounded on threes. <laughs> and so like, if I'm spending all of my command points this turn on like a reroll to wound. And then like also an auto wound with the Necron strat. And like, I just couldn't push any damage. So I think I did like six wounds to the side Tyra duel shooting nine heavy destroyers at it. Mm-hmm. And then shooting, uh, the monolith, uh, plus my overlord plus my chronomancer at the, uh, at the barbed Tyra duel. Um, I also did seven wounds. So it was down to 11, but that's everything I did that turn. That is, um, not optimal luck. Or no. I guess I, the best way to say it isn't luck is like that is below average rolling. It, yeah, it, it, it was it, it wasn't the it wasn't like the end of the world. Um, uh, and then on his turn, his his clapback like he brought the monolith down to twelve wounds, mm-hmm. or no, he got it down to to nine um, with like a combination assault from the tyrant, 
and uh, a Maliceptor. Did you make either of those guys disappear with the bullshit weapon you were telling us about from the first round that killed a bloodthirster? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the monolith, the monolith vortex, the, uh, the hive tyrant. So what's fun is now I've learned not to charge your monolith. <laughs> well, don't worry, John. The monolith will try and charge you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, it's the funny thing absorb is- so many impulsors. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be so fat on impulsor meat. <laughs> That's a new term that I just made up. That's yeah, a thing. I'm going to beat it impulsor by sending meat. wave after wave of my own impulsors against <laughs> so you it. Hit my kill count, yeah. like my kill tally becomes so high. <laughs> no, after I killed the bloodthirster, I'm like, okay, I can retire now. I, this was a good tournament for me. I killed the bloodthirster <laughs> in combat with monolith. This is like fucking epic. Hell yeah. Um, anyway, like, and that was just kind of like a spiral down. Like I did do work like, uh, I, so I, I didn't get tabled. Good. Yeah. Um, and I tried to push points, uh, in, until the very end of the game, I killed, uh, I killed the barbed hyradule. I killed the side hyradule. I killed the flyrant. I killed the maliceptor. I killed, uh, um, uh, but and I was, I was scoring points on my objectives. I got uh, one good round of reanimation protocols on my immortals, mm-hmm. um, where he came in with the side hyradule and flubbed some rolls to wound um, and only did four. Uh, so I had one left and then I regened two out of the two out of the four that died. So I still had three immortals left and they held that objective against him, um, which like subscure, which helped to secure domination and kept my banner on there. It was, it was totally, it was totally worth it. Nice. Um, I, uh, I did to get domination a couple more times. Um, uh, I, so I, I worked really, really hard, um, and I managed to pull out, uh, it was an 88 to 64 loss for me. That's a really um, good score considering like the amount of damage that was done against you the first few turns. Oh yeah. Like I lost like four, like three or 300, 400 points of models on the first turn. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, which is a lot. Uh, yeah, it was, it was roughly 400 points of models on the first turn. Um, so, uh, which is yeah, that's that, that's a lot for me, especially playing Necrons. That's a lot. No, for sure, absolutely. Um, and now, so and he you, got like I was gonna say you oh. you built this list uh, with this this weird funky Necron list with the Destroyers and the Monolith with this style of list in mind with this this thick city slash Nidzilla that's kind of all over the place right now. What were your mm-hmm. sort of takeaways from that game where you came up against kind of what you said wasn't an optimized list, but was sort of what you're expecting to see in the future? Kind of what changes are you making? Kind of what are you going to do differently next yeah, time? Aside from the uh, deploy in front of the hive guard. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really important to deploy correctly uh, in this list. Um, against that kind of list, I also might consider doing something crazy like deep striking the monolith. That um, is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that would be an option that I have, uh, also using its redeployment strat to like pull stuff over and kind of turn the board a little sideways so I can be out of range of stuff. Um, and just really trying harder to make sure that my opponent isn't able to leverage those hive guard as much as he was able to, because they did so much work. They were straight up fire. Do you that, feel this. like the play for that is is to use your redeploy and your free movement to kind of try and bait the hive guard out of position by kind of deploying kind of the edge of the range and then pulling back? Yeah, 
no, I think that's a hundred percent either that or, um, yeah, deploying really aggressively and then pulling back. Yeah. Um, because if I deploy aggressively, I can also push. Right. So like, uh, I played against Tyranids in a TTS league a little while ago. And what I did there was I basically put everything on the line. Right. And, uh, and, uh, I got first turn and I threw, uh, and this, this list was a little bit different. I had dropped a unit of heavy destroyers for a unit of an extra unit of wraiths. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put six square packs and 10 wraiths into his lines on the first turn. And basically it was like, deal with all this, like, and I have your objectives. So, uh, I killed like a million gene stealers and that kind of stuff. That was a little bit different of a tyranny list, but that guy had 15 hive guard. Sure. Um, and I still managed to win that game. Nice. So yeah, kind of an over overview of the, like kind of entire tournament, kind of wrap up your tournament experience there. And then we can get out of the games played section. I'm kidding. Yeah, no problem. I, I just need to, <laughs> yeah, then we can, then we can go home. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I just need to play a little bit better, like a little bit cleaner. Okay. Um, and I like, I can tell that my lack of practice is really showing. Sure. Um, like I'm very rusty and I made like really stupid mistakes, um, that I wouldn't normally have made if I got to play every week and that kind of stuff. I'm just like so out of it game wise, which is why I'm bringing the monolith list because like, I don't really care how well I do. I just yeah. want to play and have a good time and, see and do as well as I think I can do um, rather than just try and like, you know, win. Yeah. I'm like in a similar situation, I think embarrassing. Like I haven't had a game in over a month uh, for various reasons, um, like real life things, other stuff like that. And then my time that I'd set aside to, to actually learn how to play Marines because, you know, taking Marines to LVO, um, mm-hmm. my entire play group got COVID. Um, right through through separate things i you know knock on wood are, are still untouched and and, and pure uh but yeah. like i said that's kind of knocked a lot of stuff out here so i kind of also like the meme list uh because i can just go have fun the, the plan for the next year for me at least is to play templars um, and kind of just keep dicking around with those and and what a way to start then just kind of go even if i go zero and six um, right. That is not the purpose of the LVO for me. I know it's not the purpose for the LVO for you. Uh, we joke about this, how like neither of us is going to win the thing. Uh, we are going there yeah. to, to have a great time, uh, see some old friends uh, and make some new ones uh, apart from you. And you know who you are. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Because we're, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, honestly, overall, it sounds like a really good event over there at Game Haven in Spokane. Uh, feel free to yeah, send you us know, uh, yeah, Gamers Haven is awesome, man. So they have this attached uh, like Creole New Orleans restaurant, and so I had uh, <laughs> I had like hush puppies and uh, an oy- a fried oyster po' boy for lunch Holy with shit. like a really nice beer. Like it was Dude, great. The owner keeps coming up to you. You get like oysters and po' boy. Are you sure he wasn't trying to like just date you and be like, "Hey, buddy, how's it going?" <laughs> Here's some oysters. How's your round two going? Will you leave a five-star review for me? <laughs> oh, man. I will say I left a five-star review uh, for a sushi place here in Anchorage. Oh. Yeah? Oh, was this, is this, what, did you go on a Wednesday? <laughs> so uh, we went for one of our friend's birthdays, uh, and I met our friend Eric. Uh, great guy. Uh, some of the yeah. time. Uh, but we met yeah. outside, and there's a giant LED sign outside that says... 
we're closed on Wednesdays. Um, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. I was like, that's the only thing you're advertising and your entire sign outside. So I left a five-star Google review that just says they're closed on Wednesdays with a picture of it. <laughs> See their sign. That review has been viewed 420 times-ish. Holy roughly. shit, it's for real? Over 400. I keep on getting Google notifications, and I'm like, please, please stop. This was a joke. But now I think my thing is just to go to places and leave uh, five-star reviews and say whether they're open on Wednesday or not. <laughs> I was going to say maybe you could do like a – a review and see if uh or just like post their hours <laughs> yeah so <laughs> <laughs> too too informative we just got to say whether they're closed on wednesday or not there you um, go okay fair enough dude, sorry i look i'm not the expert here you're the guy with 400 views on his google review that's fair i am so, an influencer in the world of you're right alaskan sushi uh which is just terrifying to say out loud <laughs> danny we're gonna be back in two weeks our next episode yeah. is gonna be dropping the Saturday of the Las Vegas Open, where you and I, uh, we're not working. Uh, we've been told that. So we get, we get the weekend off uh, from FLG to go just do do fun things. And I'm pretty excited. Uh, what are you most excited for uh, in Vegas? Uh, the debauchery? I don't know. Is that an answer? I mean, no, um, sort of. Yeah, like yeah. gambling, gambling, drinking. That stuff is pretty dope. Fun stuff like uh, it's just been a while since I've had like a vacation where I felt like I could, I don't know, like this. I had a decently long vacation here for Christmas, right? Yeah. But like there, there were some obligations. And I guess there's some obligations for this too, but not really. I mean, I could play all my games like drunk off my ass if I really wanted sure. to. And uh, like I'm just going to try and hang out with my friends and see how they do and that kind of stuff and see what kind of gaming stuff is going on sure. and try some stuff and do some gambling, eat some good food. Like it's going to be dope. We're going to try and abuse our uh, freemium positions in the FLGN uh, to get <laughs> into the GW panel uh, and to kind of get in around the place. Get there early on Thursday. Uh, they will have secondary objective cards at the GW store. Yeah. Uh, get Dude, it. I got to buy those. I have to get those. Uh, those those look so tight. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited to kind of go hang out, play some games. And, be away. and Danny, this is going to be my first vacation in four years. Where Holy I will shit. not have to worry about my phone blowing up from my work. Oh, aren't you excited? Dude, I'm very excited about that. You, you I have, remember when you had to put out fires during LVO the last time we went. I put out fires at LVO last time we went. Uh, when we were at Charity Hammer, I spent three right. hours putting out fires. Uh, this time, I could even leave my phone. So I'm very excited about that. It's going to be good times. If you guys are going to be yeah. at the Las Vegas Open, like I said Danny and I will be there. Uh, Seth, yeah. Seth Oster will be there. Feel free to put post-it notes on his head. Um they yeah. won't stick. They won't stick. It's very smooth, like his brain. It's like a it's like an orb to ponder. Put two hundred and ten post-it notes on him. We'll kill him. <laughs> Danny, do you have anything to add here before? Oh, dude, check out our YouTube channel. We did reviews of the Custodes Codex and the G oh, yeah. Sailor Cult Codex. They were real Danny, you did a great job on those. Uh those are great Thanks. books. Uh, super excited. They're very flavorful. Uh, yeah. I feel like I did a really good job, especially on the GSC one. Yeah. So, um, check that out. Uh, for I have, sure. I, I have mean, to say I did very a, complicated. I did a poor job on the, the visuals of that one, but got it by the custodians. So the GSC, great content, bad visuals, so, the custodians, gr- good content, great visuals. Uh, but we'll get it there. Uh, we probably oh, yeah. have more stuff coming. I would remind people that, 
if we didn't have more stuff coming, we couldn't tell you when it was coming because it wouldn't exist. And if right. we did have more stuff coming, we couldn't tell you because it would be under an NDA. Uh, but definitely check out the Mob Rules YouTube channel. Something will happen. Check us out every Monday night, Grim After Dark. Oh, we, yep. need, to, we need to book a guest for Monday. We, we left it open-ended. I got to contact that Oh, person. shit. Really? Shit. Oh, okay. yeah. I didn't contact anyone. That's perfect. Good times. Um, and then for more <laughs> Beyond Baseball... Danny and I will be right back in this fucking unfiltered atmosphere right here at Marlboro's in two weeks, Las Vegas That's Saturday. Right. If you're in Vegas and you see us, bring us beer. Uh, we always appreciate it. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> be a be a Kyle, uh, Danny. What else yeah. you got before we play out here? Oh yeah, I get to see Kyle too. That'll be dope. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Just yeah. Come say hi. Like, do not like again. Like, uh, yeah. We're excited to see anyone who wants to who wants to come talk to us. We want to make fun of you for um, listening to the shitty podcast. Yeah, you're an idiot. First of all, especially if you're a Patreon. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. First of all, you're a moron. <laughs> Second of all, manscaped.com promo code Falcon for twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping. We love you. But yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. In two weeks' time, we're going to be talking about sort of my road to the LVO. We talked about my list already, but we'll go over the finalized thing. Uh, things yeah. to look out for. We're going to go over Danny's list. We're going to go over my list. Um, how to beat them. And God, I hope someone tells me how to win with my list. Uh, but for Mob Rules, I've been John. I've been Danny. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>